Well, I've thrown caution to the wind this week and um, I'm doing it early. It's half past 12. Uh, not quite sure why that's happened, but I uh, thought there might be some lunchtime action going on outside, but of course we're in lockdown, so there's absolutely nobody. Uh, but I have remembered to move the chair. Uh, see last week. So welcome to episode 39 of Mr. Burt Pods. Yes, because next week we're going to be on episode 40. Can anyone believe 40 weeks of me rambling on about absolutely nothing? Um, and there is much excitement in the world of the Mr. Burt Pods listeners world. Uh, I've had one person telling me they listen in the shower. which I, I mean, I don't know how you do that. Uh, how do you listen to anything in the shower? Because all I can hear is the water gushing in my ear. Uh, but they're American. so um, uh, And Americans are big in every sort of thing in their houses. Oh, there's the neighbour. Looking very uh, determined. I felt a bit bad, actually, because um, we found a uh, credit card, or, yeah, it was a credit card in the uh, <clears throat> road last week and uh, reported it and then realised it was probably that neighbour's <laughs> just walked past. So I had to bang on the door and say, is your surname? Because we didn't know what the surname was. Uh, and it was, but um, he laughed, uh, and he then said that well, we're not using it much anyway. So um, that's true, I thought. But uh, yes, that's not very interesting, really, is it? So yes, Americans, big houses, big cars. Um, uh, the friend in that I was talking about, they've got two bathrooms, one bathroom each. Uh, I know they think there's nothing strange about that, but I think from an English point of view, it's fascinating but I would actually love two bathrooms because um and a bigger kitchen because um the two oh somebody else would come through Nisi that woman I see all the time she's one of the rare people um she's looking at me um who I see constantly I think she lives around the corner um but I always see her in this road or one of the nearby roads whereas there's that other woman that I see all over the place far far away from home and near home I keep seeing her um, could be quite exciting today. That's two people walked past. The people of the road have been uh, surprisingly unannoying. There was actually a big van. I was extremely annoyed this morning and yesterday because it was a big, very big white van parked opposite with, with uh, a sign on it that had obviously been scribbled or tried to be removed off, but you could still read it. Uh, she always looked suspicious. Uh, and then just before I started my class, it drove off. So that was annoying, and because um, I've got nothing to complain about. And uh, but during yoga, which was uh, first half of yoga went very quickly. It took took first half of the hour took about five minutes, and the second half of the hour took about three hours. Um, she does like a balance. The uh, it's funny my my yoga push chair. Have you noticed that push chairs have suddenly gone back to the old days when the child faces mother? Um which apparently is, makes the child much more secure. It doesn't do them any good at all, not being able to see their mother in a pushchair. I think the thinking was the child could see the uh, world around them, but of course the child doesn't know the mother's there when it's pointing that way. So um, when the mother's in view, the child can still, still look around them, but it's secure. Uh, 
and in fact the mother's still there i think i in my head i had i was in one of those big silver cross baby brams look up on google but i don't know whether that's true or not uh, i don't really remember oh and i guess i did have a pusher a little pusher thing because i remember photographs of it um so yes yeah, so americans and um, bathrooms so we don't have a big enough kitchen for two people and it gets very stressful and we don't have a big enough bathroom for two people and personally well from this household point of view there is one person who spends a long time in the bathroom uh reading and uh i could do with my own bathroom because i'm just in and out i don't see any point in staying in a bathroom i'd rather lie in bed so uh yeah so the the americans have two uh two bathrooms they're quite new in there i think they have a condominium which is one of those words that is fascinates me because it's a completely american word um and I'd never quite know what it means, other than it's some sort of a flat or apartment. They live in Washington, actually, but they don't live in the middle of Washington. So I was a bit worried about whether they were all right with all the uh, Trump revolt, revolution, riots going on uh, a couple of weeks ago. But uh, as far as I'm aware, they're all right. They live further away from the centre. And I would like to go to Washington one day um, if they have us. I'm sure they would. Of course they would. Um, because it does look a really lovely, interesting uh, city. I'd just like to go to America, full stop, there's lots of places I'd like to go to. I'd like to go to Stars Hollow, but that's not going to happen. Actually, you can go to Stars Hollow because it's still there. I think you get, um, we saw it in another show, actually. What was it we saw it in? We was what we, we was? We was? We were watching something and somebody was walking around and it was Stars Hollow, and except it wasn't Stars Hollow. <coughs> and then they went into Mrs. Kim's house which was something completely different um, for the purposes of the show we were watching. I can't remember what it was. Uh, so obviously they're still using the set. And you can go on guided tours, apparently, which would be quite nice. We had a bit of a... I don't know. We have really... For those of you who don't know what Stars Hollow is, my little joke, it's the fictional town that Gilmore Girls is set in. We're on the seventh series now, and there's a lot of stuff on the internet about how terrible their seventh series is because Amy uh, Sherman Palladino was uh, booted off it after the sixth series, and she's the creator and very much the um, tour de force behind it, writing and directing it. But actually, the seventh series isn't that bad. Um, in fact, if I hadn't known... Uh, she got kicked off it. I wouldn't have noticed a major difference. Uh, anyway, but we were having a discussion about a comment was made along the lines of, do people really think that's how people behave, behave in real life or do they model themselves on that sort of soap opera thing or something? And I said, well, no, it's just a ridiculous thing to say because A, of course, people don't behave, model themselves on soap operas. B, I wouldn't call Gilmore Girls a soap opera. And C, the thing with uh, Gilmore Girls is the emotional truth of the characters in the plot go back to the very first episode. Now, there's about 22 episodes per series and we're on to the seventh series. So that is a lot, 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 lot of episodes. And I would say the emotional truth of everything the characters do still comes out of this, the, the situation you were given uh, in the first episode, which in itself had a very important backstory. Uh, and I love Gilmore Girls because I think although it's a fantasy world and I love the fantasy small town fantasy america town that it's in can i say town a few more times um 
and then of course that's very funny and everything the emotional truth i think of, of what the characters go through uh is is really is true and some episodes i find really moving um and i'm so completely wrapped up in uh all of them uh it'll be very sad when we get to the end of it certain people i know like emily and i think they're actually uh they're actually quite similar to emily uh, i see myself as being luke of course um so yeah if you go onto the internet there's all this it's a very lot of people get very precious about it but i do understand why it's got you know it's got this major two female leads um in it which is very rare in drama nowadays and this very quick uh fire dialogue um which some people don't like and i understand that but again it, it goes with the characters um Anyway, I think I've spoken enough about the Gilmore Girls. What else are we watching? Um, I've got somewhere off the subject of bathrooms, American bathrooms, haven't I? Um, have I finished? I think I've probably finished on that. Um, so we've been watching... Uh, oh, Love and Anarchy, that's quite funny. And that's a Swedish comedy set in a literary agency publishing literary agency which is a little bit like and i've got very excited the last series the fourth series of call my agent is about to start and if anyone hasn't seen call my agent i can't recommend it highly enough uh, it's a french uh, it is a comedy it's a french comedy set in a film agents film actors agency uh, and all the actors there's an actor per episode in it's a lost a bit on the english uh, there's an actor in every episode and they're a real actor so they're the real actor playing themselves in effect so the the story is is the characters who run the agency work in the agency rather than the actors who are who sort of i presume quietly send themselves up but they're, they're not really the, the the focus of the plot they set the plot going um amongst the characters around them who are working in the offices and i love it it's, it's just really funny and happy and i love all the characters and um yeah it's a really nice program so i'd actually saved uh the third series in case things got terrible i got mocked for saying this last night i just thought coming into winter uh things could be i mean they've been bad enough last year god knows they could be really bad and i just wanted to save some tv that i knew i'd really enjoy so i saved the third series which we haven't watched and now they've announced a fourth series so i'm very happy we've got two series of call series of call my agent love and anarchy is uh similar it's got a similar feel to it actually but it's shorter it's just half hour episodes um and that's very funny as well there's only one series of that uh, i like them a lot um i had a very stressful weekend actually because uh there was long conversations went on which i absolutely got pulled into and i still stand by the fact it's all connected with lorelei um that there was going to be snow we were going to wake up to snow on sunday morning a saturday morning and, I, and there was this big long conversation have we got everything in do you know have we got our wellies are we all prepared oh it's going to be so exciting the children are going to be thrilled da, 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 da. not our children children in the road da, 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 da. i woke up on saturday morning absolutely nothing now i don't know why i got drawn into this because the person that told me there's going to be snow is the person who every time they give me a weather forecast is wrong so I can guarantee if I'm told it's going to be sunny, it will rain or at best it'll be cloudy all day. 
uh, and it happens every time. So why I took the blindest bit of notice of being told it was going to snow overnight. I think we got it down to it was going to start snowing at three o'clock in the morning. And there was even a mild conversation about getting up at three o'clock to watch it. Absolutely nothing. I got up and it was just everywhere was wet. Um, so that actually, I did find that very stressful, actually, because I had to. Uh, it took me quite a long time to um, come back to normality that recover from the disappointment on Saturday morning. Um, but I think that's because Lorelei runs around when the first, it's always a big thing in the Gilmore Girls, when first snow comes, Lorelei runs around and gets very excited because it's all magical. Um, but we had no magic, that's all I'm saying. So I had a terribly busy week last week, and I'm not exaggerating. I seem to spend Monday and Tuesday in Zoom meetings. I had a very productive union meeting. Um, of course, I can't remember any of them now. There was that. Um, I had my writing Zooms. Um, and I had something else. And I spent about five hours on Saturday, on Tuesday and Monday in Zoom. And then I just felt like gouging my eyeballs out at the end of that. I don't know how people do it. I was teaching as well. I don't. I really don't know how people do it. Um, the thought of working for seven or eight hours a day on Zoom. It's a nightmare. Um then so on top of that that set me back and then i was panicking no i wasn't panicking but i was trying to get the uh the, my play written which is on wednesday uh it's now officially being officially announced it's called the eyes directed by somebody called darren cheek i have commented that darren isn't directing anybody else's but he's directing mine um there is some sort of control going on here um I did make a lighting suggestion to make life easier for him because the lighting is quite important at the end, only to get an email back saying, uh, Shane, you're not directing it then. So, you know, I try and be helpful and I just get thrown back in my face. Um, so, yes, it's called The Eyes. It's based or on uh, Darren's. I, I specifically asked Darren to write uh, based on because he's got this big thing about me not being a writer but being an adapter just because I've adapted a book uh, and now I've adapted a short story. Uh, it's not based, it's not inspired by as Darren took it upon himself to write, it's based on. So I've sort of updated it and put it in the context of Zoom and I'm quite pleased with it. So you better not, um, uh, I was going to swear there, better not, you better not mess it up. Uh, so that's Wednesday. But really it'd be lovely if people came along, but I think everybody's got Zoom fit up with a lovely cat going by. I really want a cat at the moment, actually. I'm starting to get a bit gloomy, and I think having a cat would force me to think about other things, something other than myself. Uh, yeah, so talking of gloomy, he's got this evening three depressing plays um, on Wednesday evening. For I'm sure everybody's now well aware of it. I've banged on about it enough. Um, yeah, so also, so I had that to do, and then I've been, yes, I then did my tax return, my HMRC, because I... HRMC, H, anyway, uh, HRMC. Um, oh, God, I'm going to worry about that for the rest of the thing. Um, so I managed to calculate that at more money than I'd actually earned. Uh, and then I realised I put a load of completely wrong figures in. Um, I put in accumulated whole year figures instead of um, accumulated period of work figures. So... <laughs> Was about, what was it about uh, a 19th I think 
matter, but actually it was about a 19th of what I originally worked out. So of course I always have a absolute nervous breakdown doing that. There's usually tears involved. Um, absolutely hate it. And they've changed all this. They change every year. So it's not like you can do it and it's just the same as last year. You can just whack through it. They change it every year. So there's always something different. Um, and then I always realised I did something wrong the year before and then it all just goes on and on. Anyways, so I've done that, fortunately. Um, what else was I doing? I think that was it. Oh, and then, um, yeah, and then the finalising the estate. And I think I've been having a hot, not horrible dreams, they haven't been nightmares, but I've been having constant... Um, that's a complete lack of people walking past, but there's a family coming past now carrying pizzas. And who wants to eat a pizza in the middle of a Monday anyway? Um, so, yeah, they're very sort of vivid, unsettling dreams, uh, which, um, oh, it's the roller skating family I saw last week. Um, I, uh, yeah, they're obviously all to do with, I think it's sort of hit home that I can't go home anymore. Not this home I'm sitting in now, but my Harrogate home's gone forever. Uh, I think that's uh, starting to sink in. Um, and I think I'm getting quite upset about that. And I'm not really, I haven't really got an outlet for it. I, I think I really ought to meet up with my brother and just have a talk to him because uh, we haven't talked about the whole thing. We haven't been, I think I was going on about this last week. So I think I'll do that. And then, um, oh yeah, well, it was the hippie family. We met them and they were work, walking in single file. There's a number of children, the majority of whom were obviously just left at home. Um, mm, there's a very butch looking man walking past carrying a fairy princess pink carrier bag, which is quite funny. Uh, I know uh, it shouldn't be funny, but it is. There's a woman talking to herself on a phone. Well, she looks as if she's talking to herself. She's on the phone. She looks mad as a hatter. She's not even walking in a straight line. Um, what was I saying? I can't remember what I was saying. Oh, for once, I've completely lost my train of thought. I was going on about my play. Oh, in the house. And... Um, Oh, I'm going to have to stop and go back to where <laughs> I've never had to do this before. Oh, yeah, the hippie family. Um, yeah, so they'd left some of the children at home, uh, obviously feral, uh, and um, had one child with them who was walking about 500 yards behind them. Uh, I think it was their daily walk. So that says a lot, really, that the child is so ashamed of their parents they can't bear to walk with them. Um, but understandable. Um, yeah, so they've had their shout outs. There's always moans when I don't mention them on the podcast. And uh, yeah, the Americans have had their shout out. Australia, yeah, the Australian contingency has uh, returned uh, just in time for uh, this podcast, actually. And uh, the play on Wednesday, and nothing to see here, finally went out yesterday. Uh, oh, yes, that was the other thing I had to do. I was trying to edit the nothing to see here episode for Sunday, which is mammoth task at the best of times. Uh, got it out, you know, got Darren's um, OK on it. And then he sends a flaming newsletter out 
he sends his damn cheap newsletter out, uh, usually on a Sunday afternoon. It went out at 5.45 a.m. Uh, I got it when I woke up. And um, saying, oh, is there, isn't there, is there, isn't there? I don't think there is a new Nothing to See Here episode. So thanks, Darren. I did all that flaming work. And then he goes and sends a newsletter out saying there isn't one. It's just boy's an absolute idiot. He really is. Um, so we've got Australia, America, end of the road. Oh, the Archway Contingency, who apparently like it every time I say the road looks like Brands Hatch. Which it doesn't today, actually, because I don't think a single car has... Oh, no, that reminds me. I was doing yoga this morning, and I swear a car went past three times. Kept turning in the... Uh, there's a sort of flats opposite with a little car park. Kept turning into that entrance, uh, turning around three times. Uh, obviously watching my yoga. Obviously watching me completely fail to stand on one foot and topple over about five times. So, um, yes, oh, I don't think there's anything else going on, to be honest. I'm going to, uh, I really need to do some writing, proper writing. Now I've got a busy week out of the way. Weather's quite nice. It hasn't been snowing. Well, it has been snowing up north, but it hasn't been snowing where I live. So, um, well, I think there have to be some sort of a celebratory party or something for next week, which will be episode 40. Um, to keep getting in touch about this because it is nice to feel wanted and uh, it gives, also gives me something to talk about those children over the road honestly they're just jumping around on the bed oh and as I finish oh throwing pillows at each other now they're completely out of control um, I've got to put the bins out actually uh, so yeah so do keep in touch and it uh, gives me something to talk about uh, and uh, see you next week for episode 40 thank you for listening